The question is how to help a child move from talking in single words to talking in sentences. There is two type of information that you need to do this some of which may already be known to you. First of all, you need to know how to encourage children to talk and communicate. Now there is some excellent information in the form of videos and articles on the Naidisha website and we'll be enclosing the links for that for you. The second is how to work with the child helping them move from talking in single words to sentences. The first step you need to take is make a list of the words that your child says. Now some of these words may be nouns or some of these may be verbs like running, eating. From these you choose some words that your child speaks most often because you want to combine the other word with those words. Say for example you choose the word water because your child frequently asks for water or milk and you want to add the words I want to that word. Now you make a list of these five words that you have chosen and the situations when you are going to use them because you are not going to sit down and teach your child to how to say those sentences. You are going to work on it actually in those situations in which your child uses that word like when your child actually asks for milk or for water. The second thing is to start modeling that combination. Now I'll advise not to pick up more than two or three word combinations. Do not try to make really long sentences. Stick to just two or three words. Make a list of those sentences. Now every time your child says water or milk, first of all you and others in the family just model naturally very clear voice looking at the child as you are giving water or milk. I want water. I want milk. Ask everybody in the family to do this. See your child will be getting the experience of listening to these five sentences a lot during the next two or three days or a week. The second step is to encourage your child to imitate. Now once you have done enough modeling you think for a few days then you move on to this step. As you give water or milk to the child hold it in your hand, look at the child and encourage the child to copy what you are saying. I want milk. Just wait for a few seconds, give few seconds for your child to process and to copy. And then the next step, you prompt. You prompt by moving your mouth in a way as if you are saying a sentence and indicating your child, encouraging your child to copy. So now you are prompting and the next thing is rewarding. As soon as your child even makes an attempt to add another word to water or milk, as soon as your child makes moves even the mouth or makes the sound, you just say the whole thing correctly and give your child milk or water with a smile and praise and clapping your hands. And then practice. You repeat these activities as many times a day as you can. The more practice you'll do, the more the whole family will work on getting the child the practice for these sentences, the quicker your child will move on to saying words or sentences. 
The question is how to improve the sleeping pattern of children with ADHD or children with autism. First of all, sleeping difficulties are extremely common in children with ADHD or autism and they can be helped. There is excellent information in an infographic form on the Naidisha website about it and we'll be enclosing a link for that. First, a piece of general advice. You have to keep the child physically active during the day. The child has to have some sessions of doing exercise, running, jumping. They need to be a bit physically tired during the day. That helps the sleep pattern. Next, you have to have a consistent sleeping pattern for the child. Now, what doesn't work is that you have a sleeping pattern one day and you forget about the next day and you change and shift it according to your convenience. So you have to put some effort into it, into thinking about the sleeping pattern and implementing it, using it consistently. So what is the sleeping routine? The sleeping routine starts with a consistent bedtime. So you have to decide what time is it the child should go to bed. You choose the time according to your convenience, but then try to stick to it. Next is preparation for the bedtime. You have to prepare the child by not doing exciting activities or watching videos or screen time before that bedtime. Try not giving your child any stimulating drink before that. You should try to do things that are calming before the bedtime. So an hour before that time, you can read a story to the child. You can sing some song to the child, but that should be done in a calming voice. You should try to reduce excitement and noise before the bedtime. It will help if you make a visual schedule of the bedtime. You can then point it out to the child that this is what happens. At this time, you do this, then we read a book or you listen some music and then we lie down in bed, we put the light off and then we go off to sleep. You can sit by the bedside, pat them a little bit for a few minutes until they are calm, settled and then leave the room. Then while the child is sleeping, try to keep the noise down Try to maintain the darkness as much as the child can tolerate while the child is sleeping. And if the child wakes up, just calmly, gently take the child to the bed, put the, pet the child a bit, let the child get settled again and come out of the room. If you do anything else, if you do any more song and dance about it, or bring the child to your own bed, then the child will learn. That's what happens if I wake up and the child will wake up again and again. Most children settle down with a good consistent bedtime routine. Try to do this for about a month. If your child, for some reason, is still not settling, you still have a problem, then make a sleep diary. Now, a good model of sleep diary is available on the Naidisha website and we'll enclose a link for that. Once you have a sleep diary, then you can take it to a professional, to a physician, to a pediatrician and ask what else can we do. In my opinion, the only medicine that should be given to help children sleep is called melatonin. Do not try to give your child sedatives or other medicines that are given to 
older adults because they are actually harmful for children even when you give melatonin maintain a sleep diary and once the child has a good sleep pattern combined with a good bedtime routine that we talked about earlier gradually withdraw melatonin again as i said look at the information on the naidesha website because it is extremely helpful the child is unsettled in sleep kicking arms and legs what should we do but this is an important question because if the child is unsettled the child will be untired during the day and maybe disturbing sleep of others in the family as well the first thing to think about is the sleep routine so you set up a regular time for the child to go to bed and try to stick to that time about 2 hours 2 and 1/2 hours before that you start the routine such as the child getting washed and changed in sleeping clothes the child getting food and then try to not have anything exciting at least an hour 1 hour before the child goes to sleep no television or videos or jumping or running around or getting excited try to calm the child down read some stories maybe sing some songs try to relax then get the child to lie down on the bed when it is time to go to bed turn the light off maybe pet the child gently let the child relax and leave the room The second thing to think about in this situation is that the child may have some worms gastrointestinal worm such as thread worms these look like white small white pieces of thread now if the child has that that may be causing itching and making the child unsettled during the sleep it's very easy to treat this condition the treatment is a medicine called mebendazole mebendazole and you can get it from the chemist just ask the chemist or a doctor for the right dosage to give to your child according to age and the condition will be treated and then try to stick to the sleep routine there are some excellent resources about sleep routine on the naidesha website the question is about a boy with muscular dystrophy what line of therapy can be recommended for managing such a diagnosis muscular dystrophy is a genetic condition caused by the lack of a protein called dystrophin because of which the muscles do not develop as required and the child becomes weaker with time apart from the difficulties with the muscles children with muscular dystrophy can develop a number of other problems such as problems with their bones the problems with their heart psychological problems and even developmental problems like autism may develop some children can have problems with swallowing and eating so you can see that the management of a child with muscular dystrophy may be focused on different aspects depending on the needs of the child if the question is focused just about muscles which is the main problem muscular dystrophy then the mainstay of management is physiotherapy and some low impact exercises as advised by physiotherapists you can easily find a good description of low impact exercises of children on the internet some medicines are also helpful in improving muscle strength and the first of which is steroids now steroids can be given orally 
but steroids have side effects, particularly when they are used for long term and can actually cause muscle and bone weakness. So they need to be given by a competent physician who also monitors the child when they are giving such medicines. The second medicine is Atalorin, A-T-A-L-U-R-E-N, also available by the name of Translarna, T-R-A-N-S-L-A-R-N-A. Again, this medicine is used for children who are older than five years and are still walking. And it can be helpful in improving their muscle strength. But again, it should be given under the guidance of a physician. The other thing that can help improve muscle strength is creatine. Now, creatine is taken by bodybuilders to improve their muscle strength, but it also seems to help children with muscular dystrophy in improving their muscle strength. The problem is that excessive amount of creatine can cause damage to kidneys. So you should take advice from a physician about how much of creatine you can give to your child. So these are the three types of medicines or supplements that you can give your child to improve their muscle strength. So apart from this, as I said earlier, the child should have a good examination, physical examination, and should receive treatment according to their need, whether it is for their heart, for their spine, for their bone, for their eating, swallowing, or any other difficulties that may even be psychological or developmental. So do get a good assessment for your child, take advice from a physician, and if you use any medicines, use it under the guidance of a competent physician. A child with Down syndrome has small bald patches on the head. What can be done about it? This condition is called alopecia areata and the treatment of it depends on the cause of it. In some children, this condition can be caused by a fungal infection of skin. Now, if that is the case, that can be treated by antifungal cream or ointment. But a doctor has to check and diagnose that. In some other children, this condition can occur because of dermatitis or atopic dermatitis. That can be treated with steroid cream. In Down syndrome, in some children, a similar condition can be caused because of thyroid hormone deficiency, which is also common in Down syndrome. That can be diagnosed with a blood test, and if that is the case, that can be treated with thyroid hormones. However, alopecia areata is common in Down syndrome. About 3 to 10% of children with Down syndrome have such a condition, and in most of them, it is caused by a genetic condition, and in many of them, the hair regrows after some years. For these children, no treatment is needed and actually applying any treatment or ointment or giving them any treatment is not just a waste of time but can also be harmful to them. So my advice will be get your child checked, get thyroid hormone checked, take advice and then make a decision about it. Mm-hmm.